0: Talk Radio.
1: Hey guys, and welcome to the Nurtured Heart Approach podcast. This is our November 2018 episode. I am your host, Stephanie Rule, and our topic for this month is NHA and notching up your inner wealth. My guests and I will discuss how to build your inner NHA practice. We would love for you to subscribe to our NHA podcast through iTunes or Blog Talk Radio so you can receive notifications about new episodes every month. You can find find the Children's Success Foundation on social media by searching CSS is Greatness. You can explore our website, childrensuccessfoundation.com, to find a trainer near you, or if you're ready to notch up your understanding of NHA to even deeper levels, You can register for our upcoming Certification Training Intensive, or CTI, in Tucson this January. Registration is now open on our website. All right. I am very excited to introduce my guests for today's show. We have two stellar, dynamic NHA advanced trainers and leaders in the NHA community here with us today. So without further ado, I shall introduce them. First, we have Jeffrey Swan. Jeffrey holds a master's degree in Counseling Psychology from UT Austin. He has been using the Nurtured Heart Approach for 15 years and is a Nurtured Heart Approach advanced trainer. Since 1990, he has worked with children, adolescents, adults, and families in both inpatient and outpatient settings, including treatment centers, elementary, middle, and high schools, college, and in private practice. Jeffrey has provided in-service and professional development for schools and school districts, for the last 10 years. Prior to moving to private practice, Jeffrey worked for 10 plus years as a behavior specialist and a school counselor in in a small school district in Central Texas. Jeffrey currently works full-time in private practice specializing in treatment of highly emotionally and behaviorally intense children, adolescents, and young adults. He is co-founder of Austin Child Therapy, which provides training and support services to Child and Adolescent Psychotherapists in Austin. It's good to have you here with us on the show today, Jeffrey.
0: Mm, it's fabulous to be here.
1: Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our second guest, and our second guest is Stacey Lancaster. Stacey is a social worker, trainer, and small business owner. She received a bachelor's degree in psychology from Buena Vista University and a master of social work from Augsburg University. She is also a clinically licensed therapist, a certified Nurtured Heart Approach advanced trainer, and Ellen Satter feeding dynamic instructor. Her experiences include nonprofit community volunteering and work, creating and providing adult education, holistic workplace wellness support, training, programming, and leadership, domestic violence and sexual assault advocacy and leadership, and mental health advocacy and counseling. Stacey has spent the last nine years using, teaching, coaching, and consulting NHA with parents and teachers, healthcare providers, and hospitalized mental health patients in the trenches, human service workers, and administrators. Working with adolescents who self-harm and have thoughts of suicide, she has experienced firsthand the pushback of kids who are uncomfortable being nurtured, and she's also witnessed the transformation when they begin to see their inner wealth. As a licensed independent social worker, Stacey has used NHA with parents in an outpatient therapy setting, assisting them in learning and targeting NHA in addressing their children's struggles with trauma and mental health issues. Stacey is currently living her dream of being an independent business owner and working in various capacities in teaching and expanding the use of the Nurtured Heart approach. Her primary mission is to create Zana, a worldwide movement of people connecting fully with the people they love and serve in their in their world. Privately, Stacy loves connecting fully when eating out and traveling. She indulges these loves every chance she gets when spending time with her amazing three grown and intense sons and daughter in law. Stacy lives with her incredible husband and silent business partner of thirty-five years and two very spoiled cats in Mason City, Iowa. Welcome, Stacey.
2: Thank you. I am so ecstatic to be here. Thanks, Stephanie. Uh, I
1: am, too. I'm truly, truly honored to have the two of you guys join me on this podcast. Um, I feel like I've had a million and one lovely Nurtured Heart conversations with the two of you in person, Um, and so I'm very honored that I get to share with the, the podcast community a a Nurtured Heart conversation with the two of you today. All right, you. you guys, we are going to do things a little different today. And instead of giving me your definition of NHA in 30 seconds or less, which is what I usually do, I would actually like for you guys to share with our listeners, many of whom are brand new to NHA, what the Nurtured Heart approach has done for you. And how it has transformed your life and your own inner well, who would like to start the big one?
0: I volunteer Stacy to start
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> volunteer I
2: love that, Jeffrey. I was about to do the same thing for you. Um, <laughs> wow, big questions so. For me, well, it's an easy. It's the easy answer. Is is nurtured heart has just absolutely changed my life in the fact that I relate to everything and everybody with the lens of success and seeing what's going right, which um, sounds simplistic, but has been such a deep and transformational um, world for me. My marriage. Relationships with my kids, coworkers, it doesn't matter, the stranger on the street is fun and meaningful and connected. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of the fear and anxiety I used to carry through my life just uh, dissipated and continues to dissipate to the point that that is not an issue in my life. So life gets fun when you're not worried all day long with WMDs. Um, mm. And it's much more meaningful. And I don't know, the unfolding of life I, sh- I look forward to instead of wondering. Mm. I probably have more. I'll have more as we go down the pike, but that's what I think of immediately as you asked your question. I like it. I, I,
1: that is, that's perfect. And I, I, love, I love, love, love that you said, uh, or what you said about how um, it's, it's fun to, to not have to go through life with With worry every day it makes life more fun um, because I totally experienced that myself as I have personally gone through um, the the transformation that nurtured heart approach brings upon you once you really dive into it I have experienced the same thing where you no longer have to perseverate on those WMDs or worries miseries Um, so I appreciate you sharing that Stacey.
2: Thanks for being thank
1: you. brave and going first. Well, thank you, yeah. thank you
0: for
2: that. I'll take that. <laughs>
1: Jeffrey, how about you?
0: Yeah, yeah. I I also admired the courage that it took to be voluntold, um, and so um, from my perspective, um, the the piece that I have that I value most about having gotten from um, NHA over the years is you know. Um, a thousand years ago, I saw this whole thing. Um, this, this little, it's not a poem, but it's like a little, um, ditty that talks about being at peace and it's not the absence of problems. It's the being in the midst of problems and still being calm or still being still in my heart. Um, and I think that's the piece that, um, I now understand better, um, Mm As, as a function of nurtured heart approach this idea that um, it's not necessarily that the world outside of me is ever going to change fundamentally it's more that my approach to the world through how I see it and how I use my energy and how I respond to the world is the piece that I have the ultimate control over and that the better I get at that um, choosing and um, being kind of Um, uh, a director rather than reacting and wandering around um, panicked or wandering around worried um, that the better I get at just recognizing that um, I can be at peace with all the stuff that's in front of me. um, And in fact, I can utilize the energy from all of that stuff, whether it's positive or negative um, outside of me and inside of me that I can channel that energy and I can play and have fun with it versus be a victim of it. Um, Mm -hmm. and that that's all part of it. It's all part of the stew, so to speak. Um, um, so I think that's the part that NHA gives me, um, or, or where I've gotten to with that whole, um, inner work of NHA of nurtured heart approach, um, is Mm -hmm. this idea that, um, that it's not that, um, the world outside of me is going to stop pushing me and stop pulling me. It's that I get to decide how I respond and that I can be calm and I can be peaceful um, and effective in the face of all of that anyway.
1: Absolutely. I love that. You know, I think there's a common um, misconception when people first start to learn the nurtured heart approach. Um, Well, at least this is how it was for me. Uh, you know, I'll be totally transparent, mm-hmm. started learning Nurtured Heart, I remember mm-hmm. thinking, oh, I can't really, like, I, I just can't, like, feel that sadness. I can't feel that worry anymore. I have to just let go and move on and reset and get mm-hmm. into the next um, And so I am so glad that you brought that up, Jeffrey, because it it really is not an absence of those emotions. It's the opposite. Yes. It's literally the yes. opposite. Those emotions and you harness the energy, take the I mean, because there's a lot of there's a lot, let's talk about that. Like, really, how much energy lies in your fear and your sadness and your anger and your worry? Like mm-hmm. I mean, so much energy lies behind those emotions. Intense, intense energy. And so, like you were saying, Jeffrey, if we can figure out which we can do through this inner NHA practice, how to harness that energy that that lies behind those emotions and then be able to transform it to be able to kind of turn it and turn it and use it in a way that will actually propel us forward into a moment of success I mean it's just it's a really I I am truly grateful for that practice and I mean you know Mm -hmm. we're here talking today about notching up your own inner wealth and I, I got to say that that's that's it right there. That's where the that's where the gold lies. That's where the magic lies is being mm-hmm. able to harness those the energy from those deep, big, intense emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you I guys. I couldn't agree more. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. So let's just dive in. I mean, we already kind of have. Dove into this discussion about how to notch up your own inner wealth, but let's take it even further. Uh, I would, um, for the two of you, to talk about uh, talk a little bit about what, a little bit more, I should say, about what this inner NHA practice is. Remember, we're talking to a bunch of people out there in this in this community who are just learning NHA for the first time or are pretty new in their journey, and inner NHA; those terms are like what? What does that mean? So if you guys could speak to mm. um, how a person can learn to grow their own inner NHA practice or how you yourself learned how to do that, that might be um, really helpful for people to hear.
2: I'm going to volunteer Jeffrey to go first on this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Go, so, Stacey.
2: Nice. we
0: done. <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> um, so, where I where I go with the whole, um, that whole developing process, because for me, it just seems like it every time I think about it or talk about it, um, it unfolds another little level, but um, I kind of, I guess, want to reverse engineer it and think backward from where I am now to where I may have started, um, if that makes any sense at okay. all. Um, I think that mm-hmm. when I was first starting NHA, that I was amazed by... The, the kernel that is the reset process, um, that stand one, resetting myself, um, self-regulation, not giving energy to negativity, um, that that opened the door for me to the inner wealth piece because the truth is, while I was busily giving energy to the worries, miseries, and doubts that Stacy was talking about earlier, um, I wasn't then giving a corresponding amount of energy toward the beauty or, or the, 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 the positives, the strengths, the, the um, I guess, beauties that, I, that also are part of me. Um, and so embracing that my weaknesses exist um, necessarily means that I also could choose to embrace that my strengths exist. Um, and so getting better and better and better at resetting myself um, in the face of problems and then starting to see that um, that the primary problem that I needed to reset myself from was my own negativity toward me. Um, and that would be like if I was having a kid that I didn't understand in my practice and thinking about how maybe I'm not the best therapist or maybe I'm not the best um, NHA practitioner, figuring out how to hold that thought in my brain or uh, while at the same time, just resetting the energy around it and using that energy to um, pour into becoming more motivated to become a better therapist or, um, or to resetting that energy toward um, thinking more deeply about the interactions that I'm having with that kid so that I could actually match up better with them. Um, And so recognizing, I think, that, that the reset process um, isn't just um, a deleting of the energy, but that it was an opening up of the fact that I could utilize that very same energy in a different way. Um, that that, for me, was the beginning, the kernel of the inner wealth piece, um, and that, that I think I started out, like many people, thinking about a reset um, as stopping the energy, of deleting it, of dispelling it. Um, mm-hmm. And that was a great practice at the beginning. Um, but then as it unfolded, I started to realize that, I, that the reset is actually, could actually be considered more like a harnessing. Um, and that just like Stephanie, I think you said kind of in the introduction of this, this idea that um, sometimes those negative feelings or those negative, those, those WMDs have a bigger punch, a bigger pow to them, um, have a, um, a more forceful, um, energetic uh, ex, um, uh, jolt, that the truth is, why would I let that more forceful, energetic jolt be dispelled and go away? Couldn't I push myself to hold on to that energy but delete the negative interpretations of it and use the energy to propel myself to to deeper ways of thinking about myself um, from a strength based perspective um, and that um, and, and and I can apply that to any given situation um, and I think in terms of inner wealth that um, that, or, in terms of that personal practice that you're kind of asking about that that unfolded that has been unfolding most over the last year or so with this um, mentoring process um, that has been that, that CSF has been developing mm-hmm. now, to be honest, I don't know how far afield I went, so i'm going to stop talking. <laughs>
1: you you did not go, go off track at all actually i was I was um deep in thought awesome. listening to you and getting a great visual um of holding on to the 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 energy that you've and the negative feelings or emotions um and just deleting the negativity out of it i that just gave me this this little giggle inside because I thought that was a great visual of holding mm-hmm. on to like I need that I need that energy, that energy is valuable to me. But the negativity that comes along with it, delete, delete, click, click, click. Right. I don't need yeah.
2: that. Yeah.
1: That was great. Charlie, <laughs> how about you. you? I want to hear from um, you, too. Up
2: next, uh, um, well, I'm reflecting on what Jeffrey said, that he um, reverse-engineered it, and I'm going forward in my head because, you know, in the beginning uh, – inner wealth inner building really was a head sort of a top-down process for me um nurtured heart challenged everything mm. i knew as a parent and i spent probably a year questioning everything literally everything um which started to shift on the inside and, and it probably took a year or two before i went wow i could really apply this to me to the mm-hmm. voices in you know in my head um to start to nurture myself and discover some things um Like Jeffrey, though, in the last year, year and a half with the mentoring process from Children's Success Foundation, I have made this huge discovery that energy is a wonderful present to be explored and um, used in the moment to transform whatever I think needs to be transformed. Um, And what I've discovered in the process of the last eight years is that um, my worries and doubts and miseries really were about judgments I made about myself as well as the judgments I made about my kids. You know, it took me a long time to Mm -hmm. figure out how to have and see that success. And, I, you know, I think I lived a split life for a long time in, um, in Nurtured Heart because I was still much more giving and compassionate and willing to see all that was going right in the world around me but not within myself. And the mentoring process has been able to notch up my inner nurturing because I'm now living a combined life, a whole life, because I'm doing that inside. And it's, I think that's where the fun that I talked about earlier comes from, is that it's beyond just a gift. It's just this way to literally be in any moment to not be scared of it or angry with it or frustrated or overwhelmed by it, whether that's the good stuff, which the good stuff sometimes overwhelms me more than the bad stuff. I know how to do the bad stuff. Um, but now it's just about being in the moment and really truly seeing everything that's going on, and that is a gift. It is so amazing. I know my tagline's about connect fully, and that's been a dream of mine to be able to do throughout my life. But I really get to do that now, whether it's a person or an intention or uh, energy coming up with myself, I can connect with all of it. And it has literally changed my life, especially in the last year, who I see myself as, what I think about myself, my values, my beliefs. Again, the relationships, because as I change on the inside, it's changing everything on the outside, um, family that's come back into my life, friends. I mean, there there isn't a portion of my life that hasn't impacted in such amazing ways that I didn't even know I could imagine it could be that amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: Gosh. Yeah, I mean, as you're, as you're talking, Stacey, I'm thinking about my myself and how what you're saying applies to me. Um, and it made me think about how, you know, both of you discussed the you know, kind of that negative self-talk um, is what I'm hearing from you guys, and and how practicing and learning this inner NHA, which, mind you, for people who don't really know what we're talking about, all it is basically, I mean, in a nutshell, is applying the three stands of the nurtured heart approach to yourself. Because what we've discovered um, in the nurtured heart community is that the nurtured heart approach is not just for your kids or your students or um whatever children are in the world around you. Um the nurtured heart approach is for every relationship in your life. Um and it really does truly honestly need to start. It needs to begin with yourself. Um because what we need to be true about ourselves is what we put out there in the world. So made me think about, Stacey, what you were saying, I was thinking about um about my own inner, inner NHA practice and how grateful I am for really um, attacking that. Because, I don't know, maybe in the past year, I think, is how when I really started thinking about how I needed to apply Nurtured Heart to me on a, on a deep soul level. And how, if I look back on that, um, kind of watch the tape backwards, I can see how much it's transformed me in this one year of, of my life, and now, now I find myself more often than not because beforehand, before I learned how to apply Nurtured Heart to myself on a deep soul level, before that, my default um, self-talk was absolutely negative almost all the time, and the thing was is that I didn't even know it. I didn't, I had no idea that I had this negative self-talk tape going through my mind all the time, criticizing myself and cutting myself down left and right for silly things. I mean, sometimes it was really like not a big deal, but it is a big deal. And I think that's part of it for me is realizing that even when it's just a lighthearted, you know, you don't really mean to cut yourself down. You are, um, and, and that's damaging, it's damaging to your inner wealth. So learning how to notch up my inner well and dialogue, dialogue, um, that inner dialogue, and my default inner dialogue. Now I find that when I'm in conversation with people in the world, doesn't matter who it is, sometimes I revert back to that negative default. And what's so interesting to me is that when that happens, nowadays, I feel this incongruency. Like I feel off kilter. I feel like, whoa, what just happened? That doesn't feel- – it feels – you no know, yucky for lack of a better word to describe it it just feels yucky um and before i wasn't even aware so i went from not even being aware that i had negative internal dialogue to this process and journey i've taken of now it's brought me to now i'm a, i'm more than aware of it and when it happens cuz i'm human i do slip up you know but when i when it does happen now i feel it and i can i can I have the ability now to reset um, because I can feel it. I'm recognizing that it's there. So it's it's, it's quite fascinating how it
0: works, really. Mm -mm. What what you were describing um, reminded me of how, you know, these newfangled cars that have the electric, um, that, that have electric motors, um, uh, and that the brakes have kind of regenerative braking, that when you hit the brakes, they're actually charging the battery. Um, mm-hmm. That, that mm-hmm. what what you just described about that reset process of when you catch yourself um, in those moments of negativity, whether it be doubt or whether it be irritation or whatever, um, and that that reset process is. Actually, for me, um, uh, the mental image that I like to build for myself is um, of when I hit the brakes, I'm actually then taking all of that negativity that for whatever reason I had plugged into this circumstance, um, whether it was plugging it into the kid or the parent or Jeffrey, um, wherever it was directed, that when I hit the brakes of reset, um, that I'm actually choosing to harness that energy yet again and put it back into myself but um, without being imbued with negativity now Mm -hmm. Um, and that that's the real gift is this idea of um, I get to choose um, how I show up in any given second and that the, the the nuts and bolts of nurtured heart approach that reset is such a simple thing and such a powerful thing at the same time.
1: Mm -hmm
0: that I no longer have to be afraid that I'm about to lose control because um, I can choose any given second to reset. And that once I do that, um, once I make that choice, I'm also choosing to harness and to, um, and to channel that power back into something that is useful. I love that
2: Jeffrey. Um, I was just going to add to that because I think as a therapist too, I see a lot of people like me where you're living Um, as you talked about Brittany sort of this incongruency there's what's really going on inside of me and there's the the face that I show to the world and um, nurtured heart and then with this additional um, mentoring process has allowed me to be congruent on the inside and as Jeffrey was saying Mm -hmm. to have a choice in the moment I don't think on a sort of intellectual level thinking in my head yes I always have a choice but to um, not be sort of um, grabbed and taken (laughs) into the moment with that unconscious stuff has stopped in the last few months I truly do have choices Mm -hmm. in the moment whether I'm with the kid or myself or whomever else Um, Mm -hmm. and it's such a relief it is such a major relief to really hear like this one voice Um, about what I want to do, and it's about what I want to do, not what I have to do anymore. It's about really who do I want to be in this moment, who am I going to show up as, Um, what greatness am I going to use, which I think is such a beautiful way of having this incredible foundation underneath you, as how we would say that lights up the runway, Um, Mm. that you really can see how much true power you have in that moment, of impacting yourself and impacting those around you. Um, And I've heard from my family, I've heard from others around me, that they have seen a change. They have seen some really amazing stuff for me um, that I'm not even aware of because all I'm doing in the moment is just choosing. I'm choosing to breathe. I'm choosing to acknowledge whatever energy is going through. I'm composting. I'm, you know, sending it out into the world with the greatness that I've claimed. And it has made all the difference in the world to really be, in the moment, with whomever and whatever you want to be with,
1: mm-hmm. and when you're in the moment, okay. when you're truly present in the moment, that's when you can find the joy, even in the hard times, even in the tricky, sticky situations. If you're truly present and you're working on what you, on what we've been talking about, and taking that, harnessing the energy behind whatever it is, um, that's when the joy to really show itself. And I love that. That just brings a smile to my face. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey, you were going to say something before I cut you off. Um,
0: you, actually, no, you didn't cut me off. You just started before me. Um, that what I was, I think, it may be the case that what I was going to say disappeared because it wasn't important. Um, but... Um, I think where I was going to go with it was um, with what Stacy was saying was th- that that all of that kind of starts from such a simple place, you know, that when I think about where um, – when I think about the three stands and how they – when I first started really working NHA, I mean, I think I took a class, um, a full-day workshop from Howie in the early 2000s um, and thought about the three stands as a really, really simple thing and as a way to just um, to encapsulate kind of three little rules or something like that for people. Um, and I didn't realize how much further they could be taken um, just in and of themselves, um, being able to stop negativity and being able to try and force myself to be more positive and um, setting boundaries, setting limits. Kind of began the process of leading to something that um, now for me is a daily kind of personal practice. In the Mm -hmm. in the beginning, I think it was a practice in my in my work with other people. It was something that I was trying to teach, but now it's um, I'm trying to live, um, and maybe in the process of living it, show kind of. Uh, another way to do life, um, and so um I was reflecting i think um, uh, stephanie that that um, or I was about to reflect out loud how what step what Stacy was describing. Mm-hmm. That, that that level of sophistication that you just described a minute ago kind of starts from three really simple principles or three really simple commitments. The, the stands are super simple commitments, but that we can end up taking ourselves to some pretty crazy cool levels of um, inner success, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna to add to that, Jeffrey, as I was just as you were talking, um, you know, I'm thinking about where I came from as a kid and um mm. I guess I hadn't even realized in thinking this is that, you know, I really come from a background where you're just supposed to know what you're supposed to know and do what you're supposed to do and really kind of this belief system that if you give too much positivity or talk about too much about what, what somebody's doing well, you're gonna spoil them. You're really going to maybe mm. even mess them up. Um, And I think on some level there was still a part of me that believed that for me, not for anybody I was Mm -hmm. with, you know, because I'm offering all this Mm -hmm. Nurtured Heart stuff, and just this incredible awareness that in the last year or so, looking at just what's going right within myself in such a um, somewhat structured but not structured way has transformed me in all Mm -hmm. the ways that we talk about doing with kids. Then it really has mm. been giving up all those negative thoughts about I should just and, um, you know, I can't think about that or whatever the negatives that we come up with. Giving them up has really allowed me to transform on just what's going right, on just the successes, mm. on claiming just the greatnesses. Um, and mm-hmm. it's really a beautiful process, a painless mm-hmm. process in so many ways it just comes naturally when you let go of the negativity and not to let go of it, to use it, to get to that place of greatness.
0: Well, letting go, but I do like the phrase letting go, but letting go of the idea that through processing or through digging into the negative that I'm going to somehow come out of the other end, a winner, um, or come out of the other end transformed. It's like being able to let that go because it never actually felt, um, it, it, you know, I'm trying to think of the right, I mean, you know, the, one of the fundamental things that, that, um, that some psychological practice, um, some psychotherapeutic practices um, put forth is this idea of digging into the pain and digging into the negativity or, or the ways in which we were broken for the purpose of putting ourselves back together in a better way. Um, and that being able to let go of just the idea that, Um, understanding and um, playing with, um, rolling around in that stuff actually pays huge dividends. Um, I I do feel like I can let that go, but not necessarily have to let go of the energy that was behind it, that I can use the energy as a propulsion. Um, And and, and, um, I hope that that doesn't sound like um, um, confusing or like, like, Uh, something that is out of the grasp of the people who might first be listening to these podcasts and thinking, I want to, I want to try this NHA thing, but um, that Jeffrey guy sounds strange. I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be a strange thing. I just really want it to be a choice over where I put my attention, where I, um, you know, do you know where I'm going? Definitely. I,
1: I definitely do. And I, I'm taking what the two of you just said together and I'm thinking what what is produced in my head from what the the two of you just said is literally I go back to joy. Joy has become my default. Like I I, I love to find joy because I personally thrive on joy, and I think all humans do. Um and so what I have discovered is that when I make that choice that you're talking about, Jeffrey, and I choose to um either not focus on the negativity or harness the energy of whatever negativity is in my face and I can't get it to go away, Um, Mm -hmm. harness that energy. And when I do that, it's like this veil Mm -hmm. moves away from my eyes. And that's when the true joy is lying in front of me. I can see it. I can see it in everywhere Mm -hmm. I look. And I not only can I see it, but I mean, it happens even in the midst of really hard things going on in, in my life really hard things, mm-hmm. I can still really experience the feelings of fear or sadness um, of, of the, the big thing, that's the big elephant in my life. It's there. I'm not trying to just turn my head and pretend like it's not there. But what when I acknowledge its existence and then I take those feelings and I harness the energy behind it like we've been talking about, that is when that veil opens up. It's uncovered, and that's when I can, in the midst of chaos or difficult times, traumatic events, whatever it is, you can still find the joy when you start practicing mm-hmm. using the three stands on yourself, like we've been talking about. It's really, it is a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. It's freeing. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Yeah. I like the word freeing. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about, especially for people that are new here, if they've been to uh, CTI recently in the last year or two, and they may have heard Howard talk about um, letting go of that story or just sharing some context about how much I have discovered for myself that stories became my life. It was the way I interacted with people. It was the way I connected. And, um, you know, it's not that we still don't, I still don't tell some stories, but I was hanging on to them so tightly, whether it was about my kids or about myself or about my past, that the energy that was there to harness, I couldn't even see it or feel it, or it just became so overwhelmed I couldn't do anything with it. And mm-hmm. so being able to, as I've heard Jeffrey say a couple of times, going underneath all that stuff that seems like the blatant stuff you need to, to really deal with, and just staying with the energy and allowing that flow, you might say, to happen has, made it possible for me to not be scared of all that intensity that happens on the inside because I was also an intense kid and I'm still an intense adult, um, Mm -hmm. has allowed me to explore it. I've learned a ton of things about myself, Um, even in what would be considered the negative things. I found some beautiful healing moments out of that. Um, and then with that, as you were talking about, Stephanie, is really where that joy comes from, because I'm no longer damming it up, you might say. There's nothing in front mm-hmm. of it to impede it, no story to stop mm-hmm. it. It just gets to flow, and because it's my choice, I get to then let it flow to a greatness. And it is truly freedom that I didn't even know existed. Um, and it's really my mission to start to hopefully help propel that wherever it can go, because I think there's no limit. That's the other piece. I really think there's no limit to the internal flow of that and the claiming of greatness. Um, You're never going to get there because there is no there. It just doesn't exist. It's just Mm -hmm. a choice you're going to make into whatever direction, into whatever heights you want to go. You get to go with that. Mm. Hopefully that makes sense.
1: It all is making
0: sense. Yeah. I love, that, <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, I love you, that
0: there is no there. I, I, I yeah. really like there. There is no there. But um, I Stephanie, I was interrupting you. What were you saying?
1: <laughs> well, I hate to be the bearer of not so great news, but it's time for us to end the show. Um, what? So before you, I know, I know. I know. It, it happens every time. Literally every time. It's like it's so fast. It's super fast.
0: Um, Stephanie. I reject your reality. I reject your reality and I substitute my own. (laughs) Go go ahead and reset Jeffrey.
1: (laughs) Before we do wrap up, um, I would love it if I both of you guys could share any parting gifts that you would like to leave with our listeners about developing your own inner NHA and notching up your own inner wealth.
0: (laughs) I volunteer. I volunteer Stacey. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Man, I was busy thinking I wasn't in there quicker. Um, well, so if if you're new or you're um, sort of like me, sometimes I'm on the edges of the technology, and you've heard us talk about a mentoring program. I guess the first thing I would say is I would invite you to go and explore on Children's Success Foundation or wherever Stephanie's going to tell you to explore to find that, <laughs> um, because it really is an amazing. Um, might say, recent addition to to the Nurtured Heart process. And the other piece is, I think, is, um, I know, I read, read this quote. I thought it was a great quote. Where to start in anything is just to do it. And so the whole, mm. whole idea of nurturing yourself and starting to see yourself as successful, even if it's once a day, can be life-changing. I think all the tenets of the baby steps and the toll taker and the miracles from um, the molecules and um, the mm all the appreciations and the three stands they really do apply to us and if i was to plant ac today is just to say it applies to you um and even if just for one second a day you had that positive thought you might be you know i think based on my experience which you know is very limited because it's my experience but you know you might be surprised as to where that will take you and that's what happened for me is when i finally just started to take a moment here and there and see myself differently. That led me down this path of this um, now ongoing and daily practice of inner wealth. Mm-hmm. I
1: love that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. For me, um, that I think, um, you know, that, that the the book Igniting Greatness um, mm. kind of changed the the trajectory or the 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 levels at which I was making progress with myself. Um, and, um, at the risk of being edgy here, um, that, um, there are a couple of little pieces in there. There's a two part chapters on, um, you know, writing my own eulogy that, um, where I became aware that one of the funny things that happens that we do in life is we, we wait until somebody passes away or dies to start telling them all kinds of cool stuff about themselves Mm -hmm. and not just, you know, you worked so hard or you tried or you were a good human that we say all kinds of really deeply passionately held um, experiences and beliefs about people. Um, And that uh, what igniting greatness unlocked for me was that I could choose to go ahead and do that before I died for myself um, and, and for other people as well. Right. But that I could do that for myself. And that, um, and so Opening myself up to this idea that it's okay for me to talk about, to, talk to myself about my passion and my commitment and my wisdom and my vision um, uh, in a purposeful way that propels me through my day and that I could do that when I first wake up in the morning or I could do that right before I get on a phone call to, for a podcast, um, that I could do that <laughs> at any given point in time that I want to. Um, uh, and, and that I could do it at a small level and just take a breath and appreciate myself for being alive, or I could do it at a deeper level and appreciate myself for some very, very powerful um, characteristics that are true about me, um, and that that's a gift that I have for myself at any given second, at any given moment, that, um, that that's when things started to take off for me. Mm.
1: Beautiful, you guys. Both of you, uh, thank you for leaving such beautiful parting gifts for our listeners. Um, and I do want to mention, since we've discussed several several moments um, throughout the podcast today, um, something called the mentoring program. You can look on childrensuccessfoundation.com and find more information on that. Um, but just a quick synopsis, um, it is a 12-month mentoring program that once you've become a certified trainer in the Nurtured Heart Approach by attending the uh, certification Training Intensive or CTI that we mentioned earlier. Um, once you've become a certified trainer, then you can go through this 12 month uh, mentoring process with one of our leaders in the Nurture Heart community. Um, and they'll mentor you on exactly what we talked about today learning how to grow your inner NHA practice. So, just a reminder for our listeners for more information on trainings in your area, free resources, and or the mentoring program, please go to the com website, and I'd like to ha- share a special thank you to my guests, Jeffrey and Stacy, and to everyone listening, and don't forget to find your joy in your journey.
2: We deliver tickets, T-shirts, and everything you need to rock. But what you really get is so much more.
0: FedEx. Delivery. Passion.
1: What we deliver by delivering.
0: Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile. The most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone, and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-Mobile. If you cancel service, remaining balances too. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus 30 per month times 24. Full price nine ninety nine dollars 99 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate.